Hello and welcome again, Pastor Deborah here, and we're beginning another part of the tele-ministry, a spiritual teaching ministry for you here on the YouTube channel of the Hidden Kingdoms with me, Pastor Deborah. We are working through the foundational scriptures, Isaiah 61 and 62, that have been foundational in Pastor Deborah's life to help me transition from being a licensed clinical mental health counselor to being a pastor, a master teacher globally, helping you the Lord's way. We have been working through Isaiah 61. We're up to verse number 10, and we're starting part number 8. If you'll know about me, my teaching, and very slow, I maybe work with just one scripture, I break out words, I go slow. I'm dealing with babies, elementary kids, and basic spiritual teaching information. You can't go fast. You have to go slow. You must be able to tell stories. You must be able to talk. Take time. Get some of your own personal stories. We will get finished with Isaiah 61, verse 10 soon. I always break out and use a lot of scripture references. It helps me to amplify and understand at a deeper level one scripture i have to go from the flesh understanding to the spirit god is a complex god he's such an architect he designs everything he made dna made the solar systems gases gravity now a lot most of it's been perverted its authority's been taken over by another called satan the adversary of God. But Satan did not design the original architect of anything. He can only pervert what has already been created. So here in Isaiah 61, we are learning the very heart of God, his desires for us and his prophetic words for all humanity. Because we were in a mess. We belong to somebody else. Until we belong to him again. Our DNA. Our nature. Of our spirit. Was changed. When our ancient ancestors. Disobeyed. A commandment. Some people thought. It was a particular fruit. That caused the sin. But it was their disobedience. To a commandment. Because he had already explained. God had already explained to this young man. Named Adam. That please don't eat from that tree over there. The tree of good and evil. If you do in the day, you will die. He didn't know what it meant. There had never been such a commandment. But the spirit man named Adam, at his wife's encouragement. They both looked at the tree and a snake had talked to him. It was Satan inside of a creature in the garden. Speaking to them, talking to them how glorious that fruit would be, how good it would taste, how it would make them to be smart and wise like a god. So why not eat it? The woman, she looked, and her eyes helped create desire within her for something pretty. Desire for Appearance showed up. 
desire for beauty, wanting to have something beautiful, the desire to covet. She was lusting now, wanting, wanting to own, possess. She was also deceiving herself. All she could think of is looks pretty. How could it be bad? She took it. But before she could take a bite, Satan was telling her, oh, that fruit, whatever it was, will satisfy your appetite for food. It will bring you pleasure, make you strong, help you, nourish you. Can't be bad if it does that. And besides, it has something that your God doesn't want you to have. Because he doesn't want you to be like him, a God. So he is telling you, you can't have that, but he can. He's holding something back from you, denying something to you. Your Godship. He's a jealous God of you. He don't want you to know what he knows. So he don't want you to eat it. These were the words that this serpent who had Satan inside of him was speaking to woman. As she's looking at this fruit on a tree. With her husband, Adam, right next to her. She took. She bit. She handed it to her husband. He was the one that was given the commandment. He should have told her, no, honey, we ain't going to do this. He should have rebuked that serpent, but he didn't. Because he had become one with her. In his heart. They were married. He was now following after her. He was one with her. I have some great teaching about that. One plus one equals one. He was no longer the independent spiritual being. He was now bonded. Because when he saw his helpmate come out of himself. All he said was she was nothing to him. But flesh and blood. There was no spiritual connection. They were flesh creatures right then and there. The spirit of him died. He gave his helpmate the nature and identity of both of them. Married, one, flesh and blood. He died. And then when they took of this fruit, whatever it was, and he ate, took a bite, they officially died. Now Satan knew this was going to happen. The spirit had fallen into the flesh, was married to it, sunk deep down into it. Now it was subject to lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of life. It was no longer the ruler. The flesh was. So here in Isaiah 61, verse 10, we are learning that because of that condition we were in spiritually, God recognized that. So he tells us throughout Isaiah 61, I got to do some work to help you. You're a captive. You're dirty. You're filthy. You've been living in the flesh, the miry clay in your soul. I've got to set you free. And when I do that, I want to put new clothes on you, get you cleaned up. And then I got work for you to do. So here in Isaiah 61 verse 10, 
we are learning about some new clothes called the weight robe of righteousness. This picture from Google free clip art assures us, uh, us uh, the forever person with whiteness around us, light shining out. So here in Isaiah 61 verse 10, part number eight, we're learning more through scriptures, amplification of this white robe of righteousness that he wants us to wear. In the last video, we, I think we, I told you we read it. This white robe of righteousness God is telling us has, is to shine like the jewels of a bridegroom and a bride, glorious and radiant, reflecting light. If you ever look at a diamond, when light shines through it, all the colors of the rainbow come through. We were to have that. That was to be the makeup of our spirit. Beautiful, innocent, pure, holy, no longer dark and dirty and flesh and mud on it and sin and disease. We were to be like this wonderful forever person. Our mind filled with light, heart and everything just beaming out light. So let's pick up where we left off. We were reading in Job 2, 10 through 25. Job was telling us. He's a wonderful story. Boy, he had issues. He lost his kids. He had gotten in a bet unknown to him between God and Satan. He had got sick and disease. And Satan was hoping this Job would curse God and die. But Job held through everything. And here in Job, we're learning a little bit more about his struggles, his God. So let's listen to Job. This is Job 2, verse 14. Job talking. Spiritually, behold, he, the forever person, will break down it. Whatever is spiritually broken down. This is after we get our white robe of righteousness and we begin to help ourselves and others through wisdom and righteousness. We will break down it, whatever is spiritually broken down and that cannot be built up again. God is working first inside of us to break down the darkness, the fortress, the walls, the defenses, then to rebuild it up in light and his understanding and knowledge. He says, once that happens, and it's broken down, this kingdom of darkness within us, and light has come in, it cannot be, the kingdom of darkness cannot be built again. God will go into the Holy of Holies, the deep places of us in our forever person. He, this forever person, will spiritually help other people to open doors, but can also shut them in. We can either free people from captivity, or we can put them into captivity and slavery. You will learn and see that in the natural when you see a parent abuse a child, a parent human traffic their children. Children are subject to others. Women are subject to men. So we learn we can do harm 
to many others. And we can enter people into captivity, slavery, into the chains of the fear of death, or put them in a strong tower of defense. In the world of the occult, there's a lot of disassociation, self-trances. People go into trances inside of their spirit, and they are forced through the gift of disassociation as children to create something else. So the core of them goes into a trance, a deep sleep, and their created part does whatever Satan wants. Then out in their soul, they create parts. They live all kinds of different lives, different personalities. Some believe they are just flames of fire, wolves, animals, bears. Men believe they're women. Women believe they're men. Some believe they are ancient spirits. It is a strange world, the realm of the spirit. So you're learning here in Job that humans can either free people or place them into captivity. When you're placed into captivity, there's usually no opening. It will take a God coming down in partnership with another to help you. We see that through the Old Testament. God worked through many people to save other people. Sometimes just through one person. And he used his powers, his wisdom to set captives free. We see that it, how God helped Israel be free of Egypt. We see that with King David, Joshua. Prophets were used. God was interacting with humanity. And we're learning here in Isaiah 61 verse 10. That in order to get you this new white robe of righteousness. His words that he spoke. Of setting captives free. Rebuilding inside of you a new kingdom. Because he knows that you could hurt other people. Children. You can hurt nature. And he is saying. That the forever person can either break all that down within himself with help. And it can never be built up again in darkness. Or he can keep himself shut up. Most people I've worked with are so afraid of truth and light. They will shut themselves up in a self-hypnotic state of disassociation. I was working deep inside of people. This was not taught in mental health counseling. But I was having to learn what can happen to us, our thoughts, by attacks. It's happening right now to many people. They're being attacked in many different ways. Trying to shut them up on the inside. Stop talking. Stop using your thoughts, even in silent prayers. Don't stand outside of certain places And pray silently because your prayers influence others. That's a crime 
just for praying. See, Satan knows how powerful prayers are. He's trying to control your thoughts, lock you up, keep you from thinking. But that's all in your soul. And if Pastor Deborah and the kingdom of heaven can break you free, and we can get an Isaiah 61 and 62 begin to operate in your life, God will do the work. And you'll get the white robe of righteousness. And a new life will begin. To help us understand this a little bit more, let's go to Revelations 3, 7. Revelations was written by the Apostle John when he was on the island of Patmos. He was an old man by this time. And he had a visitation from Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus spoke to him. Showed him a lot of things to happen in the future. Told him to write them down. And he was saying, I'm revealing more of Christ Jesus to us than we ever knew. Much about the future. And so this is the revelation that John wrote. Verse number. Revelations 3, 7. And the angel, the messenger of the church. In the people of Philadelphia. Write to them. Apostle John, what I say. This is Christ talking to John. These things say I, Christ Jesus. That is holy. He that spiritually has the spiritual key. The authority, the dominion, the power. To open or close any door. Any tower, anything. He that spiritually opens it. And no man can shut it. And he that shuts a door, no one can spiritually open it. He is telling us right there that when a spiritual man, Pastor Deborah, an Isaiah 61 man, is given the key and the authority, the dominion and power to open the doors to your spiritual freedom. To help you out of captivity. Out of blindness and ignorance. And to put a white robe of righteousness on you. In coordination with and partnership with the Lord God. He says nobody's going to be able to take it off of you. The power and the dominion will make sure that door is always opened. You will never be shut in again. Spiritually. So we're learning how powerful Isaiah 61 is in these words. Because it has authority. It's a key. It opens doors. It shuts doors. If you have been a child abuse victim, you need your door open. So you can come out of that identity, that victimhood, and find healing. And if you'll come out, then God will shut the door and lock it. And you can't go back. But many people are too afraid to give up that identity to step out of the victimhood. They live in trances, disassociative parts. And any time fear comes, they self-hypnotize and they go into sleep. And a disassociative part arises. And God is saying through Isaiah 61 verse 10, I got a key. So we're learning that God has a plan. For our lives. He wants to get us out of prison. 
spiritually. Light our candle. Open a door for us. Put a white robe of righteousness on us. And he is saying, I can do that. Once I open that door, there is nobody that can shut it. Not you. Nobody. And I have the keys and the authority and the dominion to do that. And he said, in Isaiah 61, verse 10, I'm working to put those new clothes on you. And I'll work with Pastor Deborah and others to help you get dressed. Get you cleaned up. Because I love you so much. I lost you for so long to the kingdom of darkness. You were a slave to another. But first, the old you must die. If you've been a child abuse victim, that person must die in you. And a new you must come forth. A new person in me. Wearing the white robe of righteousness. I won't put it on your old you. I'll help you create a new you. I'll help transition you from the old you to a new you. With my light and my love. And then we'll put the white robe on you. After we've given you a wonderful bath. Cleanse you. Cleaned you. And you're now in a new life. You have been reincarnated within your body. You're a new you. A baby. I'll give you a mama. Master teacher to help you. And you'll grow. So. Let's get you dressed. But first, let's get you cleaned up. Let's get you out of that cell. Come out of that self-hypnosis. Come out of the darkness. If you can't do it, I'm coming in. I'll take your hand. And we'll walk out slowly. You just look at my eyes. It's going to be okay. I'll be with you. And then we'll slowly get you a bath. Clean you up. We'll go at your speed. And each step will be a day of freedom. For your mind and your heart. Mm-hmm. We'll overcome that fear. And you'll be set free. A new creature will arise. A new you. And we'll help teach you. And you'll learn more about yourself. From Isaiah 61. Verse 10. And we'll put a white robe of righteousness on you. Clean and pure. Innocent. No longer a victim. No longer abused. The new identity. Within yourself. Your spirit and soul. Mm -hmm. Because there's a power that's beyond you. That will help you. You. The forever person. So if you want that. Blink your eyes. Squeeze my hand. Just say yes in your heart. We got you. We're there with you. The white robe of righteousness is yours. But we got to get you cleaned up. As you take one step, the old you will pass away. And a new you will begin to get formed with inside of you. And then you got to eat and grow who you are now. 
Isaiah 61, verse 10. The white robe of righteousness. It's yours. It's waiting for you with your name on it. There's a power and authority and a key that has made the way to open the door. So let's walk together into your new life spiritually with inside of you. Don't look back. Don't look at the old you. I'll help teach you and so will others. A new language. Oh, one day you'll be able to tell your story about who you were and how you died. I can do that. I was Jan and now I'm Deborah. In a video called It's Time. You'll learn. You'll have no emotional attachment to the old you. The old you's issues will not bother you. You won't be triggered. The healing will have come. You'll have been set free. By the white robe of righteousness. By Isaiah 61. By a power that is beyond your understanding. But it's there. Free for you. So come and walk with me. Into your new light. And I hope you get cleaned up. Take a bath. A shower. Put a new fragrance on you. New thoughts. New beliefs. Slip you into that white robe of righteousness. Gleaming. With light. Truth and understanding. And most of all. Agape love. Of the great I am. The father. The king who spoke. Out Isaiah 61 to us. In prophetic words. About his heart's desires. For you. So come. We'll finish up this. And a few more parts. Got to work through the scriptures. Each one is deep. And it gives us a little bit more. How powerful. God's love for you is. All right. I'll see you next time. On the next part of Isaiah 61. Verse 10. We have a few more scriptures to go through. And then we'll start verse number 11. Then we'll do Isaiah 62. Then we'll move into other scriptures. And we'll keep working our way slowly. For you. To grow and learn and be fed. Truth and light. So the light within you. Can grow stronger. Your spirit can hold more and more. You can stand the tests. The trials of your faith. And stand. And help others. You'll turn around one day. And reach your hand back to a prison cell. To someone else. Who was like you. And say come with me. We got a new robe for you. It's white and glorious. That's our goal. That you will take my place one day. And help others. Out of captivity. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. All right. I'll see you on the next teleministry. We're still in Isaiah 61 verse 10. And we'll keep working till we're finished. Bye. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.